Welcome to the Free and Fearless podcast, where we talk about having more freedom and income than you know what to do with, creating digital products that people love, and making offers that practically sell themselves, all while serving your purpose and living your best life. Welcome back to the show, guys. Today we'll talk about email marketing. Lately, I'm taking more radical action in my business and I'm sharing more of what goes behind the scenes. So today's big move is cleaning my email list and removing half of my subscribers. Now that might sound crazy to some of you. Maybe you're scared to remove anyone from your list, even if they haven't engaged with your emails, because maybe one day they will, or maybe one day they will even buy your course or work one-on-one with you. That shows you're trying to please everyone and you're willing to have an audience of people who aren't interested in what you have to say or sell, and yet you wanna keep entertaining them. What's more, you want to keep them on your precious email list where you form close connections with people and you want to pay for them as email marketing tools aren't cheap. In fact, annual payment for my provider was one of the biggest expenses in my business. Now that I did an email list cleanup, it's less. If you're wondering what a cleanup is, that simply means removing the so-called code subscribers from your list the ones who haven't opened your emails for a long time or ever. Some might be bots, others might be people who don't use that email address anymore or aren't interested. It can also be people who never received the email. These are called email bounces and some reasons might be a full inbox or a changed address. In an ideal world, they would all manually unsubscribe from our list, but the reality is different. People sign up to all kinds of newsletters only to remain inactive. And we keep sending them emails and providing value, but no one is there to receive it. There is more to that though. This can actually negatively affect our business. We can get spam complaints. If people keep getting emails from you, don't know how to unsubscribe, or don't even want to open them and are annoyed, they can mark them as spam. Providers like Gmail take that into consideration and if you get many of these complaints, they will start sending your emails to everyone's spam folder. That means many of your engaged subscribers will either miss out on them or if they find them, they might not trust you and your business anymore. There are many reasons to regularly clean your email list. You don't know these inactive subscribers, you don't want to pay for them and you don't want any bounces or spam complaints. Once you remove them, tracking your current metrics will be much more accurate. What if your email open and click-through rates were low because of too many cold subscribers? Once they're gone, you'll be able to tell what is actually going on with your email list. You might want to send inactive people a re-engagement campaign. That's simply an email where you ask them if they want to stay on your list. If some show interest, keep them and remove the rest. I'm doing that and in a bit I'll share how it works. Without a re-engagement email, cleaning your list is pretty easy, at least for the most inactive subscribers. I'm using ConvertKit and there is an option in the drop-down menu when you go to the subscriber section and it lets you see the code ones. I manually checked many of them and there was no doubt these people were inactive. Deleting them one by one or page by page or all together is easy. If you're using another tool and don't know how to do that, do a Google search or contact support. It must be easy. Let's discuss the behavior of email subscribers. 
You might be wondering why some people join your list but don't open emails. They show interest in the beginning, maybe open the first email and grab your freebie, maybe even the second email or something else a month later, but then they totally ignore anything else you send them. That happens. Let's not forget that most people online are excited to make a change in their lives. With your business, you must be solving a problem, offering them some kind of potential result they desire. So they go for it, they're excited and determined to learn, to hear anything you have to say, follow the steps you recommend, read your blog posts or listen to your podcast and look forward to your weekly newsletter. But that initial excitement goes away quickly, much like with New Year's resolutions. So when that person is back to their old way of thinking and back to their usual daily routine, your emails and content might only remind them of what they haven't achieved yet and of the fact that they aren't putting in the work to get there either. That's pretty unpleasant. So they ignore those emails or even ditch that whole inbox as everything there is similar. You can't just wait for those people to change their mind and be excited again. You can't have them on your list for years or even months if they aren't active with it. It's not good for you in your business. It's not fair to your engaged subscribers and it's not necessary for the inactive ones either. So it's our job to remove them from the list. It could also be that someone signed up to many newsletters at once or does this all the time and their inbox is full of emails. It's overwhelming so they don't open any of them or at least not many. Maybe other subscribers were engaging with your content in the beginning but then stopped for a while because life got in the way. And by the time they were back, they forgot who you are, what you teach and how they can benefit from it. So they stopped opening the emails and became a cold subscriber. There are so many reasons and different scenarios why that can happen. Know that it's totally normal and that is happening to any creator, whether we like it or not. And because it's happening, the email list cleanup is also necessary. Now let me talk about mine and what I found out. When I manually checked some of these people's activity, here's what I found out. Some only opened one email out of 30. Some grabbed the freebie in the beginning but didn't even open all the emails from the welcome sequence I set up with that freebie. Then, they ghosted every weekly email after that. That shows the typical behavior of freebie seekers. The ones who grab checklists, guides, PDF files or anything else for free online and don't do anything else after that. I'm happy that they stopped by my website, liked the lead magnet and got access to it, but these aren't the people I want on my email list. I want the ones who are serious about doing the work. Building a business requires consistency and a whole new mindset and activities. So if they can't commit to opening emails and learning about it, that's fine. It could also be that I'm not the right person for them and they can just move to other sources of information. There is plenty of people teaching that online. I've often mentioned that I participate in bundles with other course creators a few times every year. That's a wonderful opportunity to share your program with a bigger audience, earn affiliate revenue, collaborate and give more people a chance to get access to many business programs at a reduced price. I've also connected my course platform Teachable to my email marketing tool ConvertKit. So every new person who enrolls in one of my courses is automatically added to my email list and tagged with the course name so we know how they got here. 
I add a couple hundred new people to my list this way every year. After reviewing the code emails, I saw something that didn't surprise me. Many of the students who joined through these bundles didn't open any or many of the emails after that. I understand them because I've purchased bundles like that and I know how it goes. There can be 30 or 50 or even 100 courses inside. You sign up manually to each using a discount code and you need to give your email address to create the profile for each course. Most of them get an email notification about joining the course right away, another welcome email from the creator and often added to a welcome sequence. That can mean hundreds of new emails in your inbox over the next couple of weeks from people you don't know when you've already enrolled in more courses than you have the time to go through. So you gotta remove the clutter and unsubscribe from all of these so you can focus on the actual programs. Or people just give an email address they use only in cases like that and don't even open that inbox. I can definitely serve them, many would enjoy the content in my newsletters and might even be interested in joining my other programs one day. But they won't get to hear about it because they just wanted access to the bundle not to get to know 50 new course creators and get weekly emails from them. Opening emails is just one factor. You might find people on your list who open some every now and then but never clicked anything. These also aren't active and can be removed. You can decide what your criteria is. That depends on how long you've had your list. If you're just starting out, you better not do any cleaning. If your list is growing a lot all the time, you can do it even a few times a year. ConvertKit defines a code subscriber as someone who hasn't opened or clicked an email in the last 90 days. If someone signs up, confirms, but never engages with a single email in the first 30 days after that, they're marked as code too. But it's also possible that there are people in that list that are attacked by mistake for different technical reasons. That's why a re-engagement campaign is a good idea before you actually delete them. I did that inside ConvertKit by going to the list of code subscribers and creating a tag for all of them. Then I prepared a short email and sent it only to that group of people. There was a link inside the email leading to a simple page on my website confirming that they are staying on my list. And the link itself can say, yes, I want to stay on your list or something like, don't delete me. Before sending the email, I also created an automation rule. This is probably called differently in your dashboard if you're using another provider. This rule makes sure that anyone who clicks that link in the email won't be tagged as a code subscriber anymore. A week or two later, I get to delete the people left in that group who are the actual code subscribers. So when I initially checked my code subscribers, they were nearly half of my list. During the re-engagement campaign, 10 people clicked. So I ended up removing 2,200 subscribers. I hope this helps. Let me know if you have any questions. The end of the year is a great time to clean up your list as well as many other aspects of your business. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Free and Fearless podcast. If you loved what you heard, please tell me what your biggest breakthrough was. Share the episode on Instagram and tag me at Let's Read Success. Make sure you subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you want to work with me, Go to letsreadsuccess.com slash courses to see what I offer. Thanks for tuning in again and I'll see you next time.